In this episode, we'll be talking about how to stay cool while riding during the heat of the summer. Coming right up. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. I love riding in the Ozarks. I really love riding down into Arkansas. You know, Missouri and Arkansas rides, they can't be beat. No matter where you ride, do yourself a favor and go buy Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first level five Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. Plus, their red level technicians can help keep you riding. Seriously, go check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Let me ask you something. Are you a defensive driver? Well, we all are when we're driving something on four wheels. It's just natural. But how about when you're on two wheels? See a lot of signs along the road asking motorists to watch for motorcycles. Look twice, save a life. But if you're ever injured by a negligent driver, call Dr. Brad Bradshaw, 417-333-3333. Dr. Bradshaw is devoted to helping injury victims obtain the quality medical care that they need and the full financial compensation that they're entitled to. So do me a favor, after the show, check them out online at bradbradshaw.com. Save this number. It's easy to remember. 417-333-3333. Dr. Brad Bradshaw, physician, surgeon, and lawyer. And he's a writer, too. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. As always, with me is Randall. What's crackalacking? Nothing. Yeah. It's hot. Shit, everything's cracking right now. Isn't it, though? Man, of sags. Randy has got his uh, obligatory... Got that JD in my cup today. There it is. Got your glass of Jack Daniels. So if you hear a little tinkling... Don't be ashamed. It's just... And I don't even know why it tinkles. You got a straw. Shut up, son. <laughs> this ain't no umbrella drink. That's it. So, you had a good weekend? Oh, man. Super weekend. Super weekend. Hung out at the lake? Yeah, hung out at the lake. Rode my motorcycle all weekend. Had my wife with me. It was our anniversary last week, so we always tried to get away for a little bit. Went and stayed a couple nights over at the lake and just rode around eating good food, enjoying the roads. Very cool. It's nice to be up here where all that is really reasonably close. You don't have to spend half your time oh, getting shoot, there. Yeah. Though, yeah. to me, half the time getting there is, 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 is the, the fun. Is the fun. <laughs> We stayed at, like, we, we do Airbnbs and stay at condos and things like that. And this one was probably geared more towards the older folk. So they were all talking about coming from four or five hours away. And we're like, shit, we're 40 minutes away. This is just like a, a hideaway for us, you know? So it was, it was pretty neat. It's low key, quiet, didn't have much to do, but uh, enjoy the good drink and 
Enjoy the sweet ass scenery. You run over there on your deluxe. Yeah, I was on the deluxe. Yep. There you go. So the summer is here officially because it was hotter than blue blazes. Oh, you know the man. heat's not as bad as when it's really humid out. It's ridiculous, dude. It's Satan's butthole hot right now. But coming up this week, we've got great weather, perfect in the 80s, low humidity, time to ride. But yes. that's not going to always be the case. It's going to be hot. So I was thinking about how to uh, stay cool. I'll tell you how I do it. it is, this is it, okay? You make sure you got plenty of ice in your whiskey. Step one. Step two, ride fast. Step three, ride naked. That's it. That's all you need to know. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to Springfield? I was in a car uh, and I saw the, the great big, he must have been. Fat seven, man with a yeah, thong. <laughs> yeah, fat, fat man must have been 70 years old and oh. hairy as a, as a gorilla, it all was, white. It was hot out, yo. Yeah, and, and a yellow thong on a gold wing with a sheepskin. Oh, shoot. I said, he's got it on. That's a man that's proud. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Took me a long time to get this fine physical physique I still here. haven't got that visual out of my head. <laughs> it's because you don't rat want bastard. to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Man, seriously, this is actually a, a, a big deal because it's hot all over the country. Okay? Yeah. I mean, you got different demographics, but let's it, it gets hot. Okay, no matter where you're at, it's going to get hot. But one thing you around here that you cannot say... It's a dry heat. Yeah, no, you cannot say that. No. This shit will choke you out in a Before hurry. Before you even get on the bike. Yeah, yeah. You're sweating bullets. I mean, you're just soaked getting all your crap onto your bike or just getting on your bike. And then if you I have idle time, man, you're just sitting there just boiling. So well, a lot of people say to me they think I'm crazy for riding in the winter. But the other side of that coin is I don't ride when the heat is yeah. oppressive. Well, let's let's be honest. I mean, you're like... 120 30 years old something like that 122 i mean you've got to take care you're really susceptible to heat stroke heat fatigue all that stuff. that's before i leave the house yeah exactly (laughs) no one no one wants to see an old man out there on the side of the road like a bloated deer and nobody wants to see a manatee on a motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so some of the things that we can do to help mitigate the heat if you're just bound and determined to get out and ride, and most people are, I realize yeah. I'm an enigma. I don't really do that during yeah, you're the summer. Fair, you're just a fair weather rider. Fair weather rider. It can be 20 below. That's all right. Yeah. But when it's, you know, 100 degrees out, it's funny to think, out. you know, when you think fair weather rider, most people think, oh, you don't ride when it's cold. No, I don't ride when it's hot. Yeah. What? I just like coffee puts me to sleep. You're effed up, dude. <laughs> I am messed up. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm backwards and crazy. You got you're a little askew, my friend. But over the years, I have learned some things because there was a time that I would ride in the summer, and uh, until I got my head straight, <laughs> that's realized, probably not a nice thing to say. <laughs> it realized it's ridiculous. Yeah. So one of the things we'll talk about the first thing, and by the way, after you get through listening to the podcast, go over to Ozark Rides, and our featured story is how to stay cool. In the yeah, summer. Yeah. Now, this is not a plug for that because it just, it is what it is. We've got a story about it and you Shit, can every, learn every, a little bit more. Yeah, everybody information helps. Yeah. So one of the things that we cover is about dressing properly. Now, a lot of people think, well, I'll just wear a tank top t-shirt and yeah. shorts. Well, that's stupid. That's, that's actually the probably one of the worst things you could do. Yeah. Forget the about heat. the whole road rash thing when you fall over. It's if you do, scary. forget about that. It'll grow back. It'll grow back. But as far as staying cool and heat stroke, yeah. like you said, it's the worst thing you can do. 
Yeah, it really honestly is. You know, that's the reason why, you know, most smart motorcyclists, fishermen, guys in the desert, you never see them with bare skin. And the reason why is your skin absorbs so much heat and holds so much heat. So the honestly, the ideal thing to do is wear a lightweight long pant and a lightweight long sleeve shirt. And light colors, too, you know. Very light colors. That black's not going to do it for you. Now, we're going to preface this by saying you're a licensed EMT. Is that correct? Yep. And I am a former combat medic who spent a lot of time in the desert. Exactly. And so <laughs> we can tell you from experience, while we're not doctors, what we're telling you is it's true. We're street pharmacists is what we street are. Street pharmacists. <laughs> yo, 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 come over here as you lift yeah, the trunk lid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got what you need, homie. Now, the idea is is to keep the sun off your skin because your skin absorbs so much heat and then it holds it for so long. Well, then your core body temperature rises as your body gets Mm -hmm. heated up. And even that's when you get into like heat stroke and and stuff like that. You know, you spend, you log 500 miles a day in a summer or in sleeveless shirts and you get, whether you sunburn or you tan or whatever, your skin and your body is baking, Okay. So even getting into the shade, it's going to take you a good amount of time to cool your body back down. Exactly right. A lot of people think that's uh, counterintuitive, but look at the Bedouins who roam the deserts. They've got layers and layers, and they're covered from the head to their toes. Well, they might have learned something along the way. Exactly. A lot of those guys will even wear like a face mask or a neck mask, but then Mm -hmm. they put like a frog tog or something underneath on their neck. Mm-hmm. Something you just soak in water real quick. It keeps you cool. You know, if you cool your armpits and your neck, your core body temperature goes back down. Um, that's the fastest way to cool your body back down. Is mm-hmm. Cool those two spots. Um, so it, it is a little bit, you know, I'm guilty of it. Shoot, I'll wear, I never wear flip-flops while riding. They're just something that's like two hot dogs in one bun weird to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but like I will, I'll wear shorts, cut off sleeve shirts, stuff like that. But usually that's like 25, 50 miles at a time, you know, just mm-hmm. cruising around doing whatever. But if I'm going to end up logging a ton of miles in a day, I don't mean a hundred or 150 miles. I mean a full day of riding you know, yeah, it's usually a white long sleeve shirt with some lightweight pants on. Breathable. Yeah, so breathable. But it still covers you. It gets those UVs yeah, away yeah. from you. Ex- exactly. Um, you know, as you run down the road, it, it actually does keep you cool. You don't end up getting windburn. And then windburn is about as bad as a sunburn also. You know, you go and lay down in your tent or your hotel or whatever you're in that night. You'll feel it. You're freaking beat up, yo. I mean, it it just is what it is. And when you're uh, fatigued like that, your ability to really control your bike in a safe manner deteriorates. Vastly. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean, you have a slower reaction time. Your brain gets what they call thick-headed or fog-headed. You Mm -hmm. don't think near as fast. It's just, I mean, I know people have done it for eons but it's just one of those things that if you're if you're proactive about it you know you can stretch a couple more hundred miles out of a day just by being protected from the sun right and what's the hell i mean you know some people say well i don't look cool well just screw that you didn't look cool in the first place (laughs) yeah you didn't look cool in the first place (laughs) but if you can stretch out your ride to last a little longer and be more enjoyable less miserable yeah i don't care who you are how tough you think you want to be 
Nobody wants to be miserable. Oh, dude, I tell you what, the first day is always good. It's the second day that kicks your ass. Yeah. Because when you rode and then you're burnt and you are just fried and your body's exhausted, then you got to get up and do another 500 miles the next day and you're just like, it's not, dude, I need, it's not worth I need it. some more drink for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we have, I use one of those when I do go out and ride in the summer uh, on those days. So, you know, full disclaimer. If it's above 35, 40 degrees, it's hot out. <laughs> it must be an Eskimo. Yeah, but I've got one of those. Here. I use it in the winter, and I've talked about it before, one of those silk tube, they're like a collar thing. I think that's called a condom. It's a condom. Okay, yeah, with the top condom. cut off. <laughs> but you can, like you talked earlier, you said I mentioned it earlier, you soak it in water, and it's got these little micro beads in it. You can't feel them. No. It just feels like a piece of silk, but you soak that in water and snap that two or three times, yeah. and it's it stays cold on you for an hour or two. Exactly. You know, awesome like, piece of equipment. And in the winter, don't soak it in water, and it keeps your neck nice and warm. It's a wind protector too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many cheap little tricks like that that you could do. Um, and then for those dudes that just love spending money, I mean, there's even cooling vests out there that. Almost like the heating vest. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you can do, but the biggest misconception is, you know, taking layers off, riding as minimal as possible. And the more skin you have showing, the more heat you're going to hold. Yeah. Folks, you don't have to believe it. Just take our word for it. This one time, we actually do what we're talking about. Shit, I implore you to do it both ways one time. Once you've gone through it. That's a, right. Beta test it yourself. Exactly, man. Get absolutely sunburnt and windburnt and just heat it up to the max. And then ride the next day in a pair of pants and a long sleeve shirt that's light colored and see how it actually feels. Um, yeah, standing there, when you get off your motorcycle and you're standing there, you might feel a little bit warmer. But I guarantee you it's going to be a lot better than freaking third degree sunburn exactly or you know even those dudes are like well i don't burn i tan well yeah it's just not red colored but it's the same dang thing you yeah know? and then you come along about 55 60 and find out you've got skin cancer <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves that melanoma yeah another thing you can do is well i really don't like to do but it's beneficial get out and when you're riding make more stops hydrate you know what i mean cool off Go into a little convenience store, you know, act like you're going to buy something, but just cool off. And then flip them off on the way out and say, I right. got you. So anywhere you can, where there's some shade and stuff, take a break. Carry a little couple, two or three water bottles. Y'all need, need to carry extra water with you. I've water. got one of these little uh, collapsible thermos, or not a thermos, it's like a cooler. <laughs> Does it fit inside your pocket protector? Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little straw that you can fold out too. Sure, and this was Randy's last podcast episode. That's high-quality H2O. High, hey, <laughs> hey, don't diss the water boy. Hey. Because you know what's in the water boy? What's that? Me and my brother-in-law are very sweet on her, Vicky Valancourt. Oh, and you mean he's in Vicky Valancourt. <laughs> she, yeah. There you go. She's got just the right amount of trashiness. Oh, man, I love those dive bar beauty queens. <laughs> she said, I will saw your head off. <laughs> she had me there. Yeah, yeah. But um, another thing you can do, and I've done this, when you go to a, make a stop at a convenience store or wherever, you see those big ice machines that they store the uh, bags of ice outside the door? Oh, yeah. 
I have never had an issue with it. I've, I've taken my helmet off. And set it in there. Set it inside <laughs> there. When That's I go nice. in store to do something, take a leak or buy something, come back out, and even though it's been a few minutes. She's chilled. Chilled. And put that yeah. on. And I tell you what, when you put that helmet back on, the thing you're going to think is, Oh, this is so sweet. Hey, you know, there is, you know, I'm not a doctor, so to speak, uh, but there's something about it. It's called shocking your central nervous system. Now, that's, that's the reason. that's not what you told me this weekend. You told me your wife said, calling Dr. Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's colonoscopy time. <laughs> so, you better, uh, you better pray to God she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> She's lived with me for 14 years. It's, it's over with already. <laughs> no, uh. It's called shocking your central nervous system, and that's the reason why, like, athletes after a, a game will get into an ice bath. Um, that quick, you know, burst of cold water, cold whatever, into your body hypercharges your central nervous system into fighting off immunities, and it, it kind of just is a reset for you. So you're out on a long ride, you get smoking ass hot. If you can cool yourself down pretty quick, now there's a fine line, okay? As with everything in life. Yeah, if your body temperature is like way over 100, you got to cool it slowly, but you want to cool it as fast as you possibly can. But anyway, long story short, that quick burst of you know coldness to your body actually does wonders for you know bringing you back to awareness you know making your senses a little bit crisper and then just the shock of it all really actually helps cool your body a lot quicker exactly so we're going to dress properly drink lots of fluids water really uh listen alcohol and soda pop in the heat it's a diuretic it'll dehydrate you faster than anything it's worse yeah no craig's right i mean you gotta definitely hydrate up wait 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 what did you say? <laughs> I said you're fat shit. <laughs> That's not the way it hurts. <laughs> hey, it's all about perspective, I okay. guess. Okay. So drink lots of water or Gatorade, something like that. Mm-hmm. Avoid sugars. Absolutely. Avoid salts, things like that. So we've done all those things, but yet it's still, because I mean, when you're riding down the highway, the highway's blacktop. Yeah. Your engine's putting off heat. Yeah. I actually had to go in and put in a reflective pad under my seat. Because you're toasting those roast nuts, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, and this one of those silver-lined, I don't know what you call insulation, like they yeah. put in floorboards or whatever, or yeah. engine bays. It worked miracles. Which is ridiculous, just reflective, huh? Yeah, it's just reflective. And I've seen now where they have these little bat wings under your seat that yeah. reflect the heat up off your... Off from the exhaust. Just go out and buy yourself a $5 piece of reflective materials. <laughs> line your bottom of your seat and it makes 180 degrees yeah, difference. There's a lot of difference in it. Dude, they're making these deals called love jugs. Mainly for yeah, Harleys. Baby. Yeah, I love jugs. <laughs> but no, it's two cooling fans that go on one side of your engine and it blows air across your engine to get that heat off the motor and then it doesn't come back onto you. It's just another way to cool your engine down and it's another way to kind of evacuate all that excess heat that's just kind of well, just, stagnant around you. Just like people, engines don't like, uh, particularly air-cooled engines, Yeah, do not care for the 100-degree days. It gets a little it gets a little warm. They don't ride at their optimum. Uh not usually. <laughs> but they, I mean and even you talk about that, you know, you think you're hot and then think about maintenance on your motorcycle, you know. You want to make sure you got good oil into your engine. Believe it or not, oil really does help the cooling factor of your engine and 
other than just, you know, being lubed up or whatever. If you don't have an oil cooler, it's a good idea to throw an oil cooler on it. You know, there's a drastic reduction in temperatures, oil temperatures with an oil cooler. For your water-cooled guys, you want to definitely make sure your thermostat's working, your temp switch is working, your fan comes on. You could run fluid through your radiator and get it circulated and everything works just right. So You know, when you check the air pressure in your tires and there's factory specs on what those tires should have as far as air pressure goes, everybody knows after you ride for just a little bit, the pressure comes up from the heat. Topping off your glass with the old jack. You got to. You got to stay full, right? <laughs> got to stay hydrated. So in, when you're true. riding in the really hot temperatures of the summer, would you want to reduce the air pressure just slightly a pound or two on your tires versus the normal temperature riding? Yeah. I mean, I, it, would, I would say yes. I, I, mean, I hate to say, hey, take some air out of your tire. But here's the thing. You know, most tires standard right now are 42 PSI max load. Okay. Almost, that would be me. Yeah. So what that means is 42 max PSI is your max load capability. So if you're hauling heavy loads or you're a heavy guy, you want to run it closer to that 42. Okay. If you're a lighter guy, you can back that thing down and get a little bit softer ride out of it. You know, it's standard practice that 32 pounds of pressure in the front, 36 pounds of pressure in the rear tire. So now you're, you know, four to six pounds of pressure away from your max capability on that tire. So Although I would never recommend running at higher PSI than what the tire is recommended for. You know, if you guys are running 40, 41 pounds of pressure, you know, back it down to 38. You're still in a good range here, but molecules change once they get hot and they get cold. So that's where you get it. You get expansion. So you're running 36 pounds of pressure. You just went 100, 200 miles. It's freaking hot out. You check your tire pressure and it might be up there around 40, 42, 43. So... That's what he's talking about is is you can reduce the air pressure just a little bit on a super hot day knowing that it's going to expand the molecules in your air that's inside your tire and actually have higher pressure. Just to be uh, very clear to ward off all the attorneys, we're not recommending you do that. We're just telling you that's the way physics works. Yes, in the layman's terms. In the layman's terms. Yeah. I'm just a nobody from nowhere. Okay? That's right. Don't pay attention to me. Well, no, if you wanted real accurate advice, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. (laughs) That's not really what we do here. No, that's not in our wheelhouse. Heat stroke. The last thing we're going to talk about with regards to this subject, what to look out for. If you're riding along and the guy doesn't, he's not a EMT or what have you, he doesn't realize what to look for. Why don't you explain a little bit about heat stroke and the beginning signs of maybe I've got a little problem here that I need to set some shade and get some water. Okay. Uh, from what, from my experience, my experience only, from what I found is usually the first thing to go is a little bit of the reaction time. They almost seem a little bit sluggish. Right. And mainly just confused. Okay. They might be able to answer any question you have, but sometimes it just takes them a little bit longer to get to that conclusion. Okay. Yeah. I've been suffering from heat stroke for about five years now. <sighs> yeah. I don't think it's politically correct, but I think that's retardation. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, honestly what you what you'll find is, is you know profuse sweating and then the sweating is going to stop okay you're you're going to get to the point where there's no more liquids to evacuate your your sweating's just going to stop big red flag yeah they're going to be probably flush colored you know almost reddish a little bit in warm 
physically warm to the touch. Mm -hmm. Okay. That means their core body temperature is completely elevated. Okay. You know, usually it's 99, 100, 100 plus really is where you're going to see heat strokes, things like that. Then they're going to be sluggish, kind of confused. And then they're going to get to the point where they don't make any sense. Like random verbiage, random talking, can't complete a sentence. Their balance is way off. Their equilibrium's just kind of funky. And this is might not be, something you want to screw with while on a two-wheeled vehicle. Literally, they almost seem drunk is how they're acting. Um, and if you haven't been drinking, you're obviously going to know that that's not what the situation is, which I don't recommend drinking and riding. Thank you for covering my ass. Yeah, there you go. But that's, that's really it. You know, pay attention to what's going on with your buddies. If you're out riding in a group, you know, be proactive about checking in on everybody. You know, a guy that's 20 is not as susceptible to heat stroke as a guy that's 50 or 60. Um, you know, it just, it's just the way it is. So the older you get, the, the more susceptible you are to heat stroke. Exactly. You know, it's, it's really all about just prolonged exposure to the heat and the sun and the, and that's what's causing it. Okay. You know, prolonged to one person is not the same as another guy in once you've had one or two heat strokes, you're super, super susceptible and it's so easy to get another one after that. Okay. Um, now I don't, you're not going to see much paralysis or anything like that with a heat stroke, but you will have the confusion, the dazed look, the stumbling around, the just really impaired position or disposition of a person. I'll tell you what, if you've never had heat stroke, let me tell you, that's not a place you want to be. Oh man, to be honest oh, with you, my God, like I'm not a dude that gets scared about shit, but like that would be such a troubling time to think in your mind, I would have to assume that you're thinking like you're thinking clearly, but then nothing is coming out right and everything's confusing and everything's jumbled up and people are looking at well, you that's like that's why you they got... call it a stroke. Yes. It's not, it's, it's not physically a stroke, Yeah, but the, a lot of the symptoms are the same. Yeah. Very, very closely related to it. So make sure everyone's square. If you're a leader of a group or whatever, make sure you're stopping a little bit more frequently. It might be a nuisance, whatever. Suck it, you know, Yeah. but stop, get some water in you. Make sure everyone's taking it in and, and be able to go ride another day. And Do it be able responsibly. To finish the rest of the day out instead of, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, okay? Why bang it all out in the first 20 minutes, you know? Enjoy the entire day of riding in the heat. So we're not doctors. We're not lawyers. But I tell you what, we've got a lot of experience. Take what we say with it, you know, just listen. Chit, listen, don't listen, whatever, but I'm guaranteeing you, you will find out sooner and later. I don't think we've said anything that is speculation. This is just the facts. Just the yeah. facts, man. <laughs> little Joe Friday. Simple as that. Exactly. So I want to shift gears a little bit and just give everybody an update. We had talked a while back about doing a video podcast on the bike. And I think here in the uh, probably next few months, we will probably be doing actual these podcasts will be video broadcast on YouTube, but we'll get into that later. I wanted to give everybody an update. We thought we had it all lined out. We had the camera equipment, the recording equipment and stuff like that. And we went out a week or so ago and did our first one. Womp, womp, womp. Massive failure. <laughs> but the good news, so we haven't forgot about that. I just don't like the kind of guys will tell you we're doing this and never follow through. We followed through financially and effort-wise. And it failed miserably. To me, a failure is 
if I don't want to sit down and watch it, then nobody else is going to want to sit down and watch it. So what do we do? We learned it's a beta test. I found out what went wrong and how to fix it. I had to order some more things and it should be here very soon. So that is still coming. We are still working on it, but we just want to put out a quality product and don't start out of the gate shitstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We might be novice at this, but we're going to come out best foot forward. Best we can do. And if we know that we can do better, we won't put it out. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to continuously, even after it's sufficient to put out there, we're going to continue to try to get better at it. Oh, Randy will tell you, because I'm retired, that's all I do is sit around all day thinking about how can we do this better? How can I sound it better? You know, Eating, Eating Cheetos and watching, quote unquote, movies. (laughs) shut up what's the matter with you everything's wrong with me so we are going to get to that and it's coming soon we just want to wrinkle out some of the things that we saw go wrong yeah so we weren't blowing smoke up your ass coming to a neighborhood near you exactly with all that being said appreciate you listening in on the podcast randy has finished his highball glass and uh not bad for eight in the morning No, God, no. By this time, I mean, it's going to take two of these little pints. That's a fifth. They call that a fifth. No, this is not a fifth. Don't you get cross with me. I'm the pro here. (laughs) He's been drinking, so now he's a tough guy. So until the next time we get together, just remember, stay safe, stay riding. And, you know, if you think you can work it into your schedule, come back and listen the next time.